We have learned that in general, in order to perform in Tilasradaim, the container of water which is going to be poured on the person's hands must have at least a revius, at least a quarter of a loig of water inside of it. That having been said, if the container had that amount of water inside of it, and the water was poured over one person's hands to purify them, and then immediately after that, somebody else wants to use the remaining water in that container for Natilas of Daim for his hands. Even if currently there is less than a revius of water in that container, the concept of Shiyare Tara says that the remainder of the water that was once a volume of a revius is sufficient to perform Natilas However, there is a difference between a case where somebody purifies his hands with a revius of water, he actually pours a revius of water over his hands, to a case where he pours less than a revius of water on his hands, at least according to the opinion in the Mishnah that the halacha follows. If he pours a revius of water on his hands, then the water itself remains pure. It purifies the person's hands, and it itself is pure. Just like the water of a mikveh can never become tome, so too a revius of water, which is the minimum volume that a mikveh needs to be. Although this is obviously not a mikveh over here, mikveh is only if it's in the ground, but the volume is similar to that of a mikveh, and therefore the revius of water that is poured on the person's hands would not become tome. But in a case where he pours less than a revius of water on the hands, even though the hands become pure, the water itself is tome. Now this refers to the Mayim Rishonim, the first water that is poured on his hands, but there is a way to purify that first lot of water, and that is by pouring Mayim Shniim, a second lot of water, over the hands again, and that would purify the water that was poured on the hands the first time. Alternatively, it could just dry his hands, and then there would be nothing Tomei left on his hands. Now, before he pours the water a second time on his hands, we have a situation where his hands are pure, and yet they have contact with Tomei water. In general, if one's hands are touching Tomei water, the hands become Tomei, albeit Midrabonon. So we must say that Part of what the Chachom instituted in the procedure of Nintilas is that the water that is Tomei, as a result of the Nintilas itself, will not make his hands impure. But this is only true with regards to that water that is on his hands. And that means that when the person pours the second lot of water onto his hands, so in general, that would purify the water that's on his hands, if for whatever reason that second lot of water does not purify the water that's on the person's hands, then actually the exact opposite would res- result would be achieved. The second lot of water would become Tomei from the water that is on the person's hands already, and it would make the person's hands Tomei, because only with regards to the first lot of water did the Chachom say that even though it's Tomei, it's not going to make the person's hands Tomei, because that's the exact thing that made the hands pure. But if the second lot of water is Tomei, and for whatever reason, as we're going to see it, does not manage to achieve its purpose of purifying the second lot of water, in such a case, it's actually going to make the person's hands Tomei, because the person will be touching Tomei water. The Mishnah introduces how Daimitamois, a person's hands become Tomei, the concept of Tumas Yodayim, the tumor that applies specifically to a person's hands, Umitaharois, and also with regards to the purity of a person's hands, ad haperek, until the joint. 
And there is a very large dispute as to what exactly the joint is. Either we're talking about the end of one's fingers, where the upper knuckles are, where the fingers join the rest of one's hand, or we're talking about a person's wrist. And the mission explains, Kate said, what exactly is the implication of this rule? That one's hands are considered to be his hands until his wrist will go with that opinion for now. So the mission explains, not to sorry, shame on a peric if he poured water for the first time and onto his hands until the joint and no further. So we'll say until the wrist. There's a shenim chutz perek. But when he poured the second lot of water on his hands, he ended up pouring it partly on the, his arm above the wrist. So that's a part which is not part of his hands. And then, the water trickled downwards onto his hand. Now, the person's arm doesn't is not Tommy at all. So the fact that the second lot of water went onto his arm and then trickled onto his hand doesn't cause any problem. So to Hira, the person's hand would remain pure. Not only, sorry, Shainim, Vesa Shainim, Perek. But if both the first time and the second time that he poured water onto his hands, he did so partly on his arm above his wrist, and the chazula yod, the water trickled downwards onto his hand, in this case, Tamei's hand would be Tomei. And this is because the first time that he poured the water, that water becomes Tomei. And part of that Tomei water went beyond his wrist. We're talking about a case where he poured the water onto his hand, but part of it trickled down onto his arm. So it became Tomei from his hand, and then the water went onto his arm, and when he pours the second lot of water onto the hand and his arm, the second lot of water only has the ability to purify the water that's on the hand. It does not have the ability to purify any other water, which means that the water that's on the person's arm remains Tomei, and the second lot of water that comes into contact with that water becomes Tomei, and if any of that trickles down back onto his hand, then it's going to make his hand Tomei. Right, continues the Mishnah. If he poured the first lot of water onto one of his hands, the truth is he did it onto both of his hands, but separately. And then, when it came to pouring the water a second time, he changed his mind and he poured the second lot of water onto both of his hands together. Which means that the hands that were wet with the Mayim Horishonim, the first lot of water, touched each other. Now, although it's true that the water that is the Natilasudan water itself does not make the person's hands Tomei, that's only true with regards to the hand that the water purified. Since that's the water that itself purified the hand, it wouldn't make sense for us to say that it's going to make the hand Tomei again. But in a case where the person purified both of his hands separately, and then one of his hands touches the other, in this case, the water that's on his right hand is going to make his left hand Tomei, because that water didn't purify the left hand, which means that it's Tomei water that can cause his left hand to be Tomei. And that's why the mission says Tomei, both of his hands would become Tomei. Not less Yodov, if it's other way around, that the first lot of water he poured onto both of his hands while they were touching each other... And then, he changed his mind, and the second lot of water he poured onto each of his hands separately. Now, here's no problem, because since originally he washed his hands together, so he view his hands as being purified together. The fact that they're touching each other doesn't matter, it won't make the other hand Tommy, because they're viewed as one. And certainly when he separates them, and they're not touching, nothing's going to happen, and therefore, Yodah Tahira, both of his hands would be purified. What happens if not tell the other achas, he washed one of his hands, 
And then he rubbed that wet hand onto his other hand, which was also Tomei and required in Tidasodaim. Tomeo, his hand becomes Tomei because it just touched a Tomei hand. Certainly this would be the case. But if he dried his hand, he rubbed his wet hand, Baroshoi, on his head. As long as he doesn't rub his hand amongst his hairs because his hair would be sweaty and that's considered to be an unclean part of his body that itself would be a reason for him to have to wash his hands again. But he rubbed his hands on a clean part of his head or perhaps on his forehead even, or on a wall, in this case, his hand would be pure because his hand was purified from the beginning and the tommy water that was on the surface of his hand has been removed Four or five people can have their hands washed whilst they're standing side by side, with their hands stretched out side by side. If, let's say, there's another person who's pouring the water onto each of them, one after the other. Or even if their hands are one on top of the other. As long as they are loosened and they're not held with each person's hand tightly against the other person's hand. It's got to be that they are loose enough that the water will be able to get into the in between all of the hands and actually clean them. But if that is the case, then even though one might have thought that the top person's hand should become purified, but then all of that water that trickles down from his hands is Tomei. So how can that have the ability to purify the hand that is underneath that? The answer is, since it's all one continuous flow of water, we view it all as being like one, and all together the hands are purified by that stream of water. In general, with regards to the laws of impurity, if there is a doubt as to whether something became Tomei or whether it became Tahar, it was purified or not, just like most doubts of the Torah, the way to resolve the doubt is based on the principle of Chazaka. And that rule says that we should assume that the status of the item is as it has been until now. So if until now the item has been Tomei and we're unsure whether it was purified or not, the concept of Chazaka states that we should go according to the option that it is still Tomei. This mission is going to show, however, that since the entire concept of Tumas Yodayim, one's hands in purity, is Midrabonon, we are therefore lenient and we apply the rule of Sveika Drabonon Lakula that a doubt in the case of the rabbinic law is ruled, is ruled leniently. If there is a doubt whether or not a task was f- performed with the water that was used for Natila Sodaim, that would invalidate the water. If there was a doubt whether or not there was the minimum volume of a revius, a quarter of a loig of water, when that is necessary, so we're unsure whether the person's hands were purified. If there is a doubt as to whether the water that was used for Natila Sodaim was impure, in which case it could not be used, or if it was pure. In all of these cases, fake on Tahar, the their cases of doubt would be ruled as pure. We place it Omru because the Chachomim said, Sveik Hayodayim, a doubt with regards to one's hands' impurity, Litamei, whether the doubt is whether the hands became Tomei, Ulatamei, or whether the hands made something else Tomei, Vilitaher, or if the doubt is whether the hands became pure, if they were purified or not, 
In all of these cases, tahar, it is ruled as being pure. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef says, Tahir, if the doubt is whether the hands were purified or not, tome, then we would rule the hands as being tome because of the concept of chazaka. According to Rabbi Yosef, even with regards to a doubt of a rabbinic law, the law, the, the rule of chazaka that we go according to what the status until now has been, that would apply even over here. Asks the Mishnah Ketzad, how so? What would be examples of these cases? So somebody's hands were pure. And in front of him, there were two Tomei loaves. And there is a doubt as to whether or not he touched the loaf. Each of his hands, whether it touched the loaf in front of him. Or if his hands were Tomei. And in front of him, there were two Tohar loaves. And there's a doubt whether or not he touched the loaves and made them Tomei. If one of his hands were Tomei and one of them was pure. And in front of him, there were two Tohar loaves. If he touched one of the loaves, and there's a doubt as to whether it's his tome hand that touched that loaf, or it's his tohar hand. Or if his hands were both pure, and in front of him there were two loaves, one of which was tome, one of which was tohar. And he touched one of them, and there's a doubt as to whether he touched the tome one, in which case his hand would become tome. Or if he touched the tohar pure one, in which case his hand would remain pure. Or if one of his hands was tome, one of them was tohar. And in front of him there were two loaves. One was tome, one was tohar. And he touched both of the loaves. And it could be that his tome hand is the one that touched the tome loaf. And the tohar hand touched the tohar loaf, in which case nothing would happen. But it could be it's the opposite. It could be that his tohar hand touched the tome loaf. And thus became Tomei, and the, his Tomei hand touched the Tohar loaf, and thus made the loaf Tomei. In all of these cases where there is a doubt, Hayodayim Kamosh Hoyu, the person's hands remain as they were until now, meaning if his hands were pure, they remain pure, and the Tohar loaves remain pure as they have been until now. This is going according to the first opinion of the Mishnah that we rule all of these cases of doubt leniently. This parak, this chapter, talks more about the causes of the impurity of one's hands as opposed to the procedure of purifying them. As far as impurity mid-eraisa, according to the Torah, is concerned, an av primary impurity level, which has contact in one of the ways that impurity can be transferred onto something else, it will make that other item a Rishon L'Tumor, which is one level lower than the Av level. And if the Rishon L'Tumor touches a food item, only food can become Tomei from a Rishon L'Tumor, and it will become Tomei as a Shani L'Tumor, which is two levels lower than an Av Now, a person, the lowest level of impurity that applies to him is a Rishon L'Tumor, which means that he can only become Tomei from an Av now, in general, Tumas Rodaim, the impurity that one's hands has Midrabonon in the various different cases that it applies, is on the level of a Shani Latumar, which is unique because a person can never be a Shani Latumar. But anyway, this entire impurity for his hands alone to be impure and not the rest of his body is unique. The mission discusses two cases where Midrabon on one's hands become Tomei, but over here there's a reason that possibly they'll be Tomei not on the level of a Shani Latumar, but on the level of a Rishon Latumar, which is a higher level, it's only one level below an Av Hatumar. 
The law is that if there is tsaras on a house, this is certain spots that miraculously appear on a building and would make that house tome. And anybody who enters into that house becomes Tome. That having been said, he only becomes Tome if he enters into the house entirely. If his entire body is in the house. But Hamachnis Yodavlevais Hamanuga, if he only puts his hands into the inside of the house that has Tsaras, Midrabonon Yodav Techilais. His hands become Tome on the level of a Rishon Latoma. Rabbi Akiva, that's the opinion of Rabbi Akiva. Because since the reason why he is Tommy Midrabon on his hands, Tommy Midrabon over here, is because of the contact that he had with the Baisamanuga, which is on the level of an Avhatoma. And if his entire body would have been inside, then he would become a Rishon Latoma. So it makes sense that over here, that only his hands entered into the inside of the house, and Midrabon on, they become Tommy. They should become Tommy on the level of a Rishon Latoma. However, his hands are on the level of a shenile tomah, because all types of impurity that are on one's hands are on the same level. We don't make differences between each case of tumas yodayim. A second example of this is any time that a person is touching an avhatumah, and at the same time that he is touching the avhatumah, he is also touching his clothes or other items, and the rule of Tumor B'chiburin states that as long as he is still in contact with the source of impurity, we view it as if the person himself has the same level as the source does. So just like the source of impurity is an avatumar, as long as the person is in contact still with that source, it's as if the person himself is an avatumar, and therefore that which he is touching at the same time would become a Rishon L'tumar. That having been said, this entire concept of Tumor B'chiburin only applies to the other objects that the person is touching at the same time that he's touching the source of impurity. But if he's touching another person at the same time, he would not make the other person a Rishon L'tumar. However, he would make another person's hands Tome if he's touching them at the same time. And there would be a Rishon L'tumar according to Rabbi Akiva since the hands are becoming Tomei from what we consider to be an Avhatoma. However, once again, they would only be on the level of a Shani Latoma. And Omwe Le Rabbi Akiva, the Chachomim said to Rabbi Akiva, Where we found in any other case where one's hands are Tomei on the level of every Shani Latoma? All of the other cases are when the hands are a shame of the Tumar. So apparently the Chachomim decreed the same level of impurity for all of the cases of hand Tumar. Omar Lahem, Rabbi Akiva, said back to the Chachomim, that's only a technical point because there's no other case for how would it ever be possible for the hands to be on the level of Rishon Tumar unless his entire body becomes Tomei? If his hands touch an Av Tumar, that's when we would want the hands to become a Rishon Tumar, right? But in that case, his entire body becomes Tomei, The only case where you have to get to a decree Midrabonon in general is if the person touches, let's say, something that is a Rishon Latomar. So Midrabonon, a person does not become Tomei from a Rishon Latomar, but Midrabonon, we say that his hands nevertheless become Tomei, but they're becoming Tomei from a Rishon Latomar. So it makes sense that the hands should be on the level of a Shani Latomar, one level lower. We've never found a case where the hands have contact with an Avatomar, and yet, the person doesn't become Tomei. It's only in these cases. But in these cases where Midrabonon, we say that he does become Tomei, he's becoming Tomei from an Ava Tumar. So it makes sense that he should be Tomei on one level lower than that, which is a Rishayin Tumar. Chutz these are the only exceptions. 
Continues the Mishnah. Food or objects that became Tomei Midrabanon from Tomei liquids, and they themselves are on the level of a Sheni Latumah. We know that if a person's hands touch an item that is Tomei on the level of a Rishon Latumah, that everybody agrees Midrabanon will make his hands Tomei as a Sheni Latumah. But what happens if his hands touch a Sheni Latumah? his hands would also become Tomei as a Sheni Latumah. It doesn't go down a level, it, it would be on the same level as the item itself. That's the opinion of Rabbi Yeshua. This is not true. Something that became Tomei from an Avatumah and is itself a Rishon Latumah. That would make the hands Tomei as a Sheni Latumah, because essentially... This does fit with the regular rules of impurity that it goes down one level each time that it's transferred onwards. The only novelty is that in general a person can't become Tommy as a shame in the Tumah. So with regards to a person's hands, the Chachom said that a person's hands can become Tommy as a shame in the Tumah. But they didn't change the regular rules, so if the hands touch a Rishon Tumah, they would become Tommy as a shame in the Tumah. But with Vlad Tumah, if the hands touch something that became Tommy from a Rishon Tumah, so that item itself is a Shani Latumah, so it wouldn't make sense for the person's hands that touched a Shani Latumah for they themselves to become a Shani Latumah. That goes against the regular rules of the transfer of impurity, and therefore, that would not make the person's hands Tommy. There's a story that once occurred with a particular woman who came in front of my father, Raman Gamliel, and Omraloi. She told him that my hands entered into the airspace of an earthenware utensil that was Tomei. An earthenware utensil can only ever be Tomei as a Rishon Latumar. However, if it becomes Tomei from a Tomei liquid, it would be Tomei as a Shani Latumar. Be it as it may, the way that Tomei is transferred from the earthenware utensil to another item is even without touching it, it's even enough that the other item be within the airspace of the earthenware item, and it would become Tomei. Either way, Omar Lerum and Gamliel said to the woman, Bitty, my daughter, How did the earthenware oven become Tomei? But Rabbi Gamliel said, I didn't hear what the woman answered. However, Omar Chachomim, the Chachomim said, The matter is apparent. Even without knowing what she answered, we can see that it depends on what level of impurity the oven had. Was it a Vishen Latumah or a Shani Latumah? So we see from there, like our opinion, that if it became Tommy from an Avatumah and therefore it itself was a Vishen Latumah, it would have the ability to make the hands Tommy. But with Latumah, if it became Tommy from something that was a Vishen Latumah, which means that the oven itself was only a Shani Latumah, then it does not have the ability to make the hands impure. And that's why Rabban Gamliel wanted to know what level of impurity the oven had. Mishnah base. The Mishnah repeats to a certain extent that which was said in the previous Mishnah. Anything that has the ability to invalidate truma, which means that it's on the level of a sheni latuma, would make one's hands impure. Leos in a way that the hands would become a sheni latuma. And likewise, hayod metames chaverta, a person's hand that is tomi midrabonon as a sheni latuma. If it touches his other hand, it would make it Tomei, for the very same reason that a Shani Latumah makes one's hands Tomei as a Shani Latumah. The Rabbi Yeshua, this is the opinion of Rabbi Yeshua, just like the previous Mishnah, and that's really what the Mishnah is coming to teach us over here, that that which was taught in the previous Mishnah is the opinion of Rabbi Yeshua.
On the other hand, the Chacham, the Chacham say, something which is a Shein Letuma does not have the ability to cause something else to be on the same level as Shein Letuma. This is against the regular rules of the transfer of impurity that it always goes down a level. Surely scrolls of Tanakh are considered to be on the Midrabonon on the level of a Shein Letuma. And everybody agrees that with Tamim and if one's hands touch those Tanakh scrolls, they become Tomei as a Shani Latoma. On Muloy the Chachom said back to Rabbi Yeshua, a fundamental idea, in Donin Dere Torah and Dere Seifrim, we can't judge and learn the definitions and guidelines of things that are Torah law from Rabbinic law. And likewise, Muloy Dere Seifrim and Dere Torah, you can't learn the guidelines of a rabbinic law from a Torah law, and not even one rabbinic law being learnt from another, because each rabbinic law has its own aspect and its own definitions, and likewise you can't compare one impurity of the hands to another.